0: Welcome everyone to this uh, special edition of Couch Potato Diary. My name is Peter Klein. Thank you all very much for tuning in today. So, trying something a little bit different here today. If you're watching on YouTube, you will see, uh, trying something a lot different today, um, as it is the start of fantasy football draft season, and so today, um, we are going to be looking at the mock draft world. Uh, last year for fantasy football prep, I I ran through, it's like, hey, this is the best guy to get in each round, and so this year, I thought, well, that's great, but what if you're not picking there? So I'm gonna go through, over the next few weeks, gonna go through each spot in the draft and figure out what is the the best, or w- which spot is the best, what's the strategy for, for each one, what did we learn, what didn't we learn, and kind of go on from there. So uh, that's what we are doing today. Uh, this is my first time taking a crack at this. So if it looks terrible, if it sounds terrible, if it is terrible, I'm terribly sorry. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna work on it. We're gonna continue to grow and continue to. Um continue to to work out some of the kinks here. So, I got my notebook ready in case anything weird and wild comes up and we can kind of debrief on this after. I'm using, uh, what's called the Sleeper app. So, uh, right now I have it, um, paused. We are going from the 1-1 today, and, uh, we are going to hit Resume... Oh, we got sound effects. Okay. Uh, we are going to hit Resume Draft. I'm just gonna turn that down. Um... With the 1-1, I have been saying this whole year that it kind of feels like a year... Oh, that can go away now. Um, it kind of feels like a year to go with the 0-RB sort of uh, a situation. Why are we paused now? Why is this happening? Um, oh, no, we're going. We're rolling. We're rocking. We're rolling. All right. Um, this feels like a year to do the 0-RB. The and so with this first pick, I'm going to take Justin Jefferson and just see how the, the draft falls from that first overall spot. So Justin Jefferson is our guy. Christian McCaffrey goes next. Uh, then it is Jamar Chase, Travis Kelsey, Cooper Cup. I'm not going to run through uh, every pick here, but now we're, we're rolling, we're rolling. Um, it has looped back around, so our first quarterback has kind of come off the board. A lot of running backs uh, being taken here. So maybe this isn't the strategy to go with. See, we're we're learning something here. We are now back on the clock. We have back-to-back picks. Tony Pollard is the best running back available. Ramondre Stevenson is there as well. Stevenson is there as well. Uh, Other running backs that are available, Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones, as well as uh, Miles Sanders, Damian uh, Pierce, J.K. Dobbins, who's been dealing with some injury issues. So we're not in a perfect spot, at the the quarterback position but we're not in a terrible spot either uh let's see are we able to find what uh, what are we looking at for tight ends here as we kind of go along tj hawkinson is up there so tight ends that have gone off the board already uh travis kelsey is gone as is mark andrews so those are kind of the, the top two quarterbacks right now there we go now we can click on that so kittle is still there um, I'm going to try to, s- uh, my, my strategy for this would be to wait to get Waller later on. So I don't love going Tony Pollard here. Uh, Stevenson is certainly someone who's caught my eye, even with Ezekiel Elliott being, uh, the, uh, signed by the New England Patriots. So what we are seeing right away is that number one just isn't great overall. There's, it's, it's fallen off a little bit here. <laughs> um, I might go Josh Allen. Let's just, let's stick with the zero RB strategy. We will go Josh Allen, and then we have another pick right away. At wide receiver, it already is kind of getting into I-don't-know-if-I-love-any-of-these-guys category. Running back, it certainly has gotten into I-don't-know-if-I-love-any-of-these-guys category. And so it feels like when we look at the, the ADPs here, you have Najee Harris in the third, Travis Etienne, Jameer Gibbs in the third. Um, so there's a couple of guys, but then you're getting into some of the fifth-round backs, and I don't mind taking a shot at a Cam Akers and a DeAndre Sift and a James Conner in the fifth, sixth round. So I feel like we can skip over the running back position right now. At wide receiver... There's some people concerned about a a DK Metcalf. I'm not necessarily all that worried. So you know what? We are going to go with DK Metcalf as our number two, and we're going to embrace the the, the zero RB strategy. So as expected, there is a bit of a run on running backs coming off of the board now, but I, I like that we are really solidified at quarterback, obviously, and we have two excellent options at wide receiver. Um... Once again, uh, there was a bit of a run. We have a couple quarterbacks come off the board, and now it has looped around to us. There we go. Had the uh, the screen a little bit off for those of you watching on YouTube. So here we are again, some of the, the top options right now available to us. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, Terry McLaurin, George Kittle, but now we're getting into some of the, the running backs, and there, there's a bit of a run on on middle-ish ranged wide receivers here. So we are going to start to look at the, the running back position. Um, although looking at ADP, our next pick is gonna—it's gonna be in the the sixties. So uh, after this, so we let's let's do a couple running backs here. Um, I like Damian Pierce quite a bit. I I think he's quite good. Um, is he like an absolute lock? Maybe not. You know what? I think we're going to roll here with a couple of riskier plays. So we're going to go Cam Akers at running back. We are going to go DeAndre Swift at running back. So now we have our two running backs and our starting wide receivers. As expected, George Kittle, TJ Hawkinson coming off the board. My hope is that when it comes back around to us, and this is all based off of uh, ADP, and then it gets into to team needs as well. Kyle Pitts is off the board. There's another tight end, and that's where the gamble has not paid off. Darren Waller does not make it back around to us here at the back end of the sixth round so that's that's our first little frustration point but we still have dallas Goddard available to us um other players who are available at this spot tyler lockett who a lot of people are out on right now javante williams rashad white and isaiah pacheco at running back at wide receiver mike evans Deonte johnson david montgomery just so for people who are, are kind of playing along right now um We took Josh Allen, excuse me, we took Josh Allen in the second round. And so because of that, we're not a quarterback needy team. But just for those, if you want to know what would be around at the sixth round, it's the Sean Watson, Dak Prescott, Tua Tungavailoa, Anthony Richardson, and Kirk Cousins. This is why I kind of want to get my quarterback here early um, and just not mess around with with those guys. I'm probably not going to go quarterback until the very end of the draft now, uh, right around the time where you could get like a, a Geno Smith Or someone like that. I wasn't seeing him as I was scrolling through. There you go. Gino going at 121st overall. So we can wait on on taking a second quarterback. If you want to take a second quarterback at all. um, We are going to lock in Dallas Goddard as our starting tight end. That run on tight ends scared me a little bit. So we're going to go Dallas Goddard. And now we're going to go with a pretty high upside player, I think, in Javante Williams at the the running back spot. So I, I like now... Even with going 0RB, I like the depth that we have at the running back spot with Cam Akers, with DeAndre Smith, and with, with Javante Williams. No sure things, absolutely no sure things, but I, I like how we are situated there. And so when you, you look at our roster right now, we have Justin Jefferson and DK Metcalf at wide receiver. At running back, we have Akers and Swift. We have Goddard at tight end, and we have Javante Williams as a, a, a solid flex play. So I feel very good about where we are at with this roster at this current time. So it has come back around to us. A few more quarterbacks come off of the board. It was pretty wide receiver heavy, actually. Jalen Addison going back part of the the seventh round. That's one that you wouldn't have minded um, if that would have made it back around here. Uh, A couple lottery ticket type of plays at this point in the draft. Um, Gabe Davis, I'm all the way out on on Gabe Davis. I just don't feel like he's been a viable fantasy option so far. Um, so I'm, I'm going to be a year late on a Gabe Davis. I, I have accepted that as my fate, that I'm going to be a little bit late on Gabe Davis. I might take another flyer here on Zach Charbonnet. A lot of hype on, on Charbonnet out in Seattle right now. People seem to be pretty excited about... Uh, about what he could be able to to put together so we're gonna go zach charbonnet we might be a little too reliant on the seattle seahawks right now and maybe let's look for another wide receiver zay flowers is a rookie that people are quite excited about with a a revamped baltimore um offense right now same with uh, rashad bateman and odell beckham jr you can get all of those guys but it feels like Looking at it here, we might be able to wait on wide receiver a bit. You could go with the Josh Allen, Gabe Davis stack. But you know what I might do here? It's a bit more of a home run type of a swing. But we're not getting a whole lot of sure things at this point in the draft. Let's just make sure there isn't really that sure thing. Actually... Man, I like Khalil Herbert a lot, and so this might feel like a reach, but I think Khalil Herbert, he is the number one running back with the Chicago Bears. I think he is a very talented runner, and it's, it's so strange how it's all gone around um, Khalil Herbert right now, because last year, when it was Montgomery taking carries from it, how are they not giving Herbert the ball? Look at look how talented he is. How can you not see that? And the second, the second he gets the number one spot, everyone's ready to, ah, he's not that good. Ah, he's not ready for it. No, 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 no don't, don't, don't even bother with it. So you know what? We are getting a starting running back, a number one type of running back here. I, I like it. I, I think we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go, Khalil Herbert, in this spot. Uh, Rashad Penny, the running back, goes right after. We have another couple of wide receivers going with um, Juju Smith-Schuster and Gabe Davis. But with how we started with um, Justin Jefferson and uh, Josh Allen and DK Metcalf going zero RBs in the first three rounds. To come out of this with Acres, with Swift, um, Williams, Charbonnet, and and Herbert, I feel good about where our, our running back room is right now. So we have 9 of 15 spots drafted. Uh, we're going to wait for kicker and defense until the very end, obviously. We are in the area where we could get a backup quarterback here, but I do like that we have Josh Allen. That feels like the kind of guy who you don't draft a backup quarterback with. So we're, we're going to just ignore quarterback probably the rest of the way. How are we looking at wide receiver right now? Adam Thielen, Sky Moore, Kobe Myers, Tyler Boyd, Darnell Mooney are the receivers that are available here at the back part of the 10th round going into the 11th. So we maybe waited a bit too long to add to our wide receiver depth. I don't love Thielen. Sky Moore is an interesting option. Uh, Jacoby Myers, I feel like, is being wildly overrated right now with, with Vegas, and then Tyler Boyd is is what he is. So we are now into what, what Michael Harris calls wide, wide, wide receiver three and the infinite sadness. Van Jefferson, we could probably wait on him a little bit, looking at the ADP. Uh, Van Jefferson is interesting. At running back, we have Elijah Mitchell, Jarek McKinnon, um, Kendra Miller, who's dealing with an injury, Tyler Algier, and Devin Singletary. So there's not a lot of anything going on right now <laughs> at this. Um, yeah, you're not loving a whole lot of the options. What I think we will do, just take a, a flyer on a guy who's going to be part of a really good offense. We're going to go Jarek McKinnon. I, I... Look, I think there is a real possibility that McKinnon is a big part of a big play offense. He was a big part of it last year. I know a lot of people are penciling Isaiah Pacheco into that spot. And so because of this, um I feel like McKinnon's value is way, way down right now. So I like where we can get um I like where we can get Jarek McKinnon there at this point aside from that there isn't like a oh man I need to lock this guy in that this is a, a pick that I need to absolutely 100% uh rock and roll with you know what we might do this, this is a bit of a fl- ah. Jalen Warren we can get him in the next round we're playing the ADP game here a little bit we still have a minute 25 to to work through this I would like to get another receiver I really don't think Adam Thielen is going to be it but do we go back to back Kansas City players with Sky Moore I think that's what we're going to do. We're going to go sky more here um, with the, the Kansas City offense. So yeah, that's where we kind of went. And this is one of the reasons why I like going wide receiver in the early part of the draft. Um, because you look at what we've been able to get here in the middle rounds at running back. Um, Javante Williams, I think, is a steal at that spot. I know he's coming off of uh, an injury, but I think he's going to be great. Khalil Herbert is going to be a, a starter in this league um, at number nine. So you, I feel actually better about the depth options we've been able to get at the running back position here over the last uh, last couple of picks. And it's just, it's really fallen off at wide receiver. I'm going to take a bit of a flyer. If you listen to, to Christopher Harris's podcast, you'll note that um, he has pointed out how much more talented Jalen Warren is than Najee Harris. So that is... Absolutely a home run swing that I will gladly take. Uh, And then this is going to be our last position player before we have to get into the kickers and the defenses. So I'm going to take another bit of a swing here with a Rondale Moore. Um, I I think he's kind of an interesting type of a boomer bust type of a talent. So we're going to go Rondale Moore with our last pick before we get into kickers and defenses. So overall, this is this is a draft that i am pretty happy with I, I think we come away from this draft not necessarily all in on what we're at with um where we're at with wide receivers if calvin ridley could have fallen a couple of more spots looking at that fourth round pick um okay now we're into to kickers and defenses so uh oof. Is Denver's defense any good? I I haven't paid any attention to to what defenses are going to be good this year. People seem to be high on oh, let's let's go with Seattle's defense. Let's roll with that. But looking at this spot in the draft here where we're at right now, um if Ridley would have been able to fall there, if we could go Ridley and Acres, then I feel really good about what we're doing um at uh, in this draft at wide receiver. Uh, we come away from it still a little thin at receiver, but I think pretty strong at the, the running back room. I think we have some options that we can go with week in and week out at running back. Um, so we're going to put a, a close to this one by going with Jake Elliott, and that's going to be our mock draft. So coming away from the number one spot, I, I feel pretty comfortable in what I've been doing, or in what I've been saying, going with that, um oh convert it into a league. That would be that would be a whole lot of fun actually. So um but yeah let, let's just kind of run through what we were able to do here with our our first over our first round uh sorry first overall pick. So going to go over this here. At quarterback we have Josh Allen. Uh our running backs are going to be Cam Akers and DeAndre Swift. At wide receiver, we have Justin Jefferson and DK Metcalf. Dallas Goddard is going to be our starting tight end. Um, and then at flex, we have a couple that we can pick from. Probably it's going to be Javante Williams each and every week, but I think Herbert can can work his way in there. And then we took a few lottery tickets. So you know what? I am I am extremely happy with what we got from the, this first uh, overall spot. That there's a, a couple of spots where maybe if we wanted to, if we wanted to really wait on tight end to the very end and get a little bit more depth at wide receiver Brandon Ayuk uh, oh it wasn't Ayuk sorry Uh, Brandon Ayuk going just ahead of Dallas Goddard probably would have been a a click that I I would have made Tyler Lockett going in that same area I'm not quite as high on Uh, Mike Evans so like I feel pretty good about where we went here with tight end and running back with Goddard and Williams because the wide receiver options after that Lockett is a a bit of a has a threat to him as you can see with JSN going just four picks after that, um, and then going kind of on down the line here. Mike Evans is not a sure thing. Uh, Johnson out in Pittsburgh again. You're going to be battling for targets because Pitt is right there. Jalen Addison was one where man that would have been. If I would have been a bit more on my game, but I don't think I'm taking Addison over Williams. But I I do like Addison as a a potential sleeper if he would have lasted to to 8-12, which is actually asking a lot. But if he would have lasted there, maybe I would have preferred him over, um, or I definitely would have preferred him over Charbonnet. So maybe that would have been a play instead of Gonnard there. But overall, what I've noticed here from this first draft is just what I suspected. That wide receiver room does dry up pretty quick so if if you are wanting to to get some starting receivers out of this you're gonna have to get them in the first few rounds yes we like we we do not have a massive number one running back on this team but I feel like because of our our strategy of getting those guys in the first three rounds and getting all of our non-running back positions taken care of by the end of the sixth round we were able to build up some depth at running back and I feel very good about where we come away from uh, this draft with with our running back room. So to just run through um, all of the positions here at quarterback, we only come away with Josh Allen. We're not getting a backup, nor should you when you take one of the higher level quarterbacks on the board. Um, at wide receiver, we come away with Jefferson, Metcalf, uh, Sky Moore, and Rondell Moore. So. That's that's the area of weakness, is if anything doesn't go perfectly with our, our number one wide receivers, then it, it does tend to fall off a little bit. But our, our running back group of Cam Akers, DeAndre Swift, Javante Williams, um, Zach Charbonnet, Khalil Herbert, Jarek McKinnon, and Jalen Warren, I feel very very good about. So, that is what it looks like to draft from number one overall. Thank you all so much for tuning in. If you're just watching on YouTube, I have a podcast that I do three times a week, but here in the lead up to football season, it is going to be five times a week. Uh, We're going to be doing... 11 more of these mock drafts from each position uh, number two is going to be coming up on thursday and then on down the line as we get ready for the fantasy football season you can find me on social media twitter instagram and threads i'm at primetime twitch.tv slash and you can get in contact with me couch diary at yahoo.com thank you all so much for watching thank you all so much for listening and i will talk to you all later